0: This content is brought to you by Discover Long Island, the official tourism promotion agency representing Long Island, New York. Enjoy iconic summers at world-class beaches, glamorous Gatsby-inspired mansions, award-winning wine country, legendary history, and cultural attractions. Known globally as the
1: home of the Hamptons, Long Island, New York is where you belong for year-round fun and excitement. Visit discoverlongisland.com.
0: Welcome to another episode of C-Suite Tea, where we spill the tea on growing in your professional career and uh, having a nice, balanced life. I'm Kristen. And I'm Sharon. Welcome back. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I love these C-Suite Teas, though, where we talk about from the C-Suite, what people can expect and how... They can grow in their careers and hopefully avoid pitfalls. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk about things that are really happening in today's world and and things that can hopefully help and guide you. Uh, and today's topic is really fun.
1: I know I'm excited about it.
0: Um, it's situational awareness, right? Which is it's come up several times this week, which yes. is why you and I were talking about what to cover this time, and we're like. Situa- we were talking about several different topics, and it all culminated in situational awareness. Absolutely. And we we're like, let's just call it what it is. Um, because situational awareness is impactful in professional life and personal life. Yes, everyday life. And it's amazing the lack of situational <laughs> awareness, I feel like, in today's society. Yes,
1: I agree. And I think it's it's very interesting to see you know who on the totem pole has it. Who mm-hmm. doesn't in the in in corporate America or you know, in our organization?
0: It's everywhere. Yeah, you know, it's in your work life. It's at the grocery store. Absolutely. It's in the parking lot. Exactly. It's um, it's on the road. It's at a in red the restaurants. <laughs> It's everywhere you go. And so in case you don't know what situational awareness is, I pulled the definition. Okay. Okay. So situational awareness, according to the dictionary, is the ability to perceive, understand, and effectively respond to one's situation. It involves comprehending a given circumstance, gathering relevant information, analyzing it, and making informed decisions to successfully address any potential risks, hazards, events that might occur. Okay, so essentially it's understanding the environment and how it changes with respect to time or, you know, whatever. So so an example, Mm -hmm. right, just to break it down in layman's terms, a a very um, logical example of situational awareness. We're going to get into more like nuanced Mm -hmm. examples in, um, uh, in our discussion today. But parents teach their kids to look both ways before crossing the street. Right. Right. That's very just. Transactional situational awareness, right? Like look both ways before, and you're assessing the hazards, right? You're looking, you're making sure you know what's happening, and then, you know, or to walk carefully on wet surfaces, right? Right. If the floor (laughs) is wet, you're taking notice, yeah, that the floor is wet, and you are understanding that that could create or elevate risks, right? And therefore, your reaction is to walk carefully. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, and another one, you know, not to play with sharp objects. These are just things you learn. This don't is like a kindergarten <laughs> version of um, situation. situational right? awareness. So we're going to yes. we're, we're going to start there okay. in our conversation. I love that. And don't play with sharp objects because if you do, the risk mm-hmm. isn't worth what you're doing, right? right? So, you know, these are simple, but the it's it's part of a larger concept.
1: Yes, and you like you said it, you learn learn this pre-K you know, right. pre-kindergarten. Pre-kinder- and this is how you live your life. Right. You know, it it carries out in your everyday world, um, whether you're using these cognizant decisions to walk slowly mm-hmm. on what what concrete, uh, what floor or, right. you know, look both ways before you cross the street. I think that's so true. And that's and you learn it at such a young age.
0: You do. But when you as you grow, it becomes less about those very specific uh you know, basic understanding, Basics, yeah. and it becomes more about reading the room, mm-hmm. right? Situational awareness in, in in the professional world, or as you get older, it's like understanding how to read the room and how to take cues. That mm-hmm. are given in various ways, verbal, nonverbal, yes. body um, language. exactly. So, and that's, you know, what's new situational awareness looks like. Um, so in a leadership position, I, mm-hmm. I pulled this and it says, you know, situational awareness and leadership is really, it's completely perceive all elements in their surroundings and relation, which we talked about. It's read and understand and assess their meaning, which mm-hmm. is reading the room and then accurately predicting their future status for the purpose of taking or avoiding action. So you're, you're reading the room and you're looking at cues to say, okay, things are going well, and I'm going to pursue this Mm -hmm. avenue or continue in this way, or um, things are not being taken as I'm saying them or as I perceive them. Mm -hmm. And so I should pull back a little bit over here because, and that's, and it's happening in real time. Yes. And I think that's the hard part about situational awareness is it's, it's, it's something that happens every second of every day.
1: Right, right.
0: In every interaction that you have.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, we were talking earlier, it's it's even in person or it could be through, you know, like the inter-office communications where it's a reply all. And what you're saying in those reply alls is a fa- everybody's reading it, you know, not necessarily it and how you speak to someone or, you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think it's or tone. how you respond. It's a tone. Exactly. Yes. And I think that's, it's... It's true. It's whether it's, you know, in person or electronically. Right. everyday so every day, every second.
0: Exactly. And again, you know, if you're talking about just breaking down the basics, there are four main characteristics of situational awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we talked about them. Observation. Mm-hmm. Just, just look around, Right. <laughs> you know, which you would be amazed. People don't. Mm-hmm. How many people just have no... Understanding of what's going on around them, and they're just barreling through. Right, um, and we've seen that. And we have some real world examples for you. Uh Orientation, like you're so observation, and then orientation. How are things being perceived or absor- uh, absorbed? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, decision. What are you going to do? What should you do? Like you're making a decision about how the you, next what, how yeah, to proceed, step. Mm-hmm. and then action.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Taking the action to proceed in a way. That avoids risk, right? You know, or limits risk, basically. So, you know, that is situational awareness, and um, and have and and it does, you know, like you said, Sharon, is kindergarten stuff, mm-hmm. but it does take practice, and and sometimes it takes pointing it out to people, right? Because people, you know, the the opposite of situational awareness is basically oblivion.
1: Yes, <laughs> you're yes. just
0: oblivious. And you're just barreling through, doing your own thing, and living your life, and saying what you want to say, or acting how you want to act, without any understanding of how that Impact. is being exactly,
1: absolutely. And it, and you know, we've experienced it um, personally a couple times, like mm-hmm. I said earlier, with the with the emails response and all that. But I have personally experienced it in a staff meeting.
0: Let's hear it. This uh, is some tea <laughs> now. This is where the tea comes in. So
1: we had a younger staff um, member just join and you know back then I had short hair and it was the you know inverted bob haircut (laughs) and
0: uh, inverted bob yeah so explain that
1: so it's short in the back and long in front
0: gotcha okay
1: and uh so it was a pretty popular haircut for a while yeah and I definitely rocked it probably a little too long (laughs) (laughs) but I you know whatever I liked it and um she literally said in a staff meeting that I had a, um, Karen haircut, right. Where, you know, people, you're being a Karen or you yes. know, that Karen, kind of,
0: Karen meaning that term that people take about you know, people that are annoying or complain too complain much to the
1: manager, you know,
0: and there were those, all those memes about Karens or whatever At the diners. Like, uh, yes, uh, yes, exactly. That had kind of that short haircut, but yeah. uh, you know, and then so she said in front of everybody
1: in front of everybody, she uh, said to, that you had a Karen haircut. Yep.
0: Do, do you know how, do you remember how that came out? Was it said in jest and she thought it was funny or. I
1: believe she was, you know, she thought it was funny and it, she was shang, saying it in jest, but it was like, uh, you should not speak to your COO that way. Right. And so
0: first of all, you shouldn't speak to your, uh, team member that way. Right. right. You shouldn't speak to your peer. Right. That way. Right. But as a new brand new person, a young person in your organization, to say that to your supervisor, much less your COO, right. in front of the team. Yeah. What, Like, how are you not, how do you not understand that? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. What, what comes out of your mouth mm-hmm. at that point? And did she apologize? Do you think she recognized it?
1: Uh, no, I had the conversation with her afterwards because I was situationally aware mm-hmm. that the entire team was there and that a conversation needed to happen.
0: Was it just, in that moment, Sharon, was it like... How did the how did the room react? It's silent.
1: Everybody went silent. Yeah, and you know, so, there, so then moving on. <laughs> but
0: did she, did she? Do you? When you had your conversation with her, I think she recognized it. Yeah, but she didn't recognize it in the, in moment, the moment, even no. though she said it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes things slip out, and then yeah. you immediately go, "Oh gosh, you know, that's," and you start to stumble. Like, right, that's not what right. I meant. I meant I meant this. I meant that. Right. Um, but she didn't recognize it. No, until you actually had to bring it up in a conversation. Yes. Well learning moment. Yes. Do, let me ask you, uh, let me ask you another question. Um, do you think she learned from it? Looking back? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, probably not. <laughs> um, and that's the thing is, is if someone had takes the time mm-hmm. and the consideration for you, and it might be an uncomfortable situation. Like if you've said something, um, uncomfortable or inappropriate, or, you know, this is something you've done uh, just didn't go over the way you had hoped it would, you know, if someone takes the time to share that information with you, Mm -hmm. I, you know, please don't respond defensively. Please take it for the constructive criticism that it is. And, And I hope people absorb it and, and realize that that's done for your benefit. Right.
1: Absolutely. And I think you said it, I don't think, you know, and it's hard to say, don't respond defensively because it's human nature to get defensive when somebody's you know, Mm -hmm. coming down on you or, you know, coming and criticizing, criticizing. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. Um, but I think it's also, that's another situational awareness is, is try to be cognizant of your defense mechanism. You know, I think in any situation, you know, when we said it, driving down the, the road and somebody cuts you off, you know, you don't know who's on the other side of that wheel and mm-hmm. what's happening. You know, it's, it's that awareness of making sure, okay, well, I'm just going to get over in this lane now Honestly, because, you know, th- you that kind of thing. You never
0: know what the, what, like we were saying, what the hazards are yes. when you are not being aware because you don't know right. what that person's going through that day or who right. they are. It could be, we've heard horror stories. Right. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's scary. Um, so some other it's fun, some other more subtle examples of situate because that is a great example, mm-hmm. by the way. And that is so classic that. <laughs> and so immediately, did you grow your hair out? No, oh. <laughs> I kept cutting I it the okay, same way because okay,
1: okay. I loved the haircut. <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought you looked great in that haircut, by the way. I think, you know, those memes gave that haircut a bad rep, yes. by the way. Um, but that's crazy. But uh, some, some other less subtle examples are, um, I just had one recently Mm -hmm. and so this is what we always talk about on this podcast is that you can always continue to learn. Right. Right. So I'm the CEO. I continue to learn. All the time. And uh, so we have a board of directors. Mm-hmm. And the chairman of the board, the entire board is my boss. That's who right. I report to. Exactly. As well as, you know, various stakeholders in the community and, uh, you know, uh, elected officials, all that. But really, my boss my bosses are the board and, mm-hmm. uh, and the head of that board is the chairperson. So my ultimate direct report is the, the chairman or the chairwoman of the board. And the beautiful thing about our organization is our chair changes every two years. Now that is our organization's bylaws. Mm-hmm. That's not how every, you know, um, nonprofit or organization works. A lot of times there, there's a they lot could of, org- chair they can be chair forever. Yeah. I actually really, really love our process where our chairman chairwoman, um, changes every two years because it allows me to grow. Yes. Right. They all bring something different to the table mm-hmm. and they, and I get to learn from all of their different levels of expertise and, um, and nuances and, um, it's really wonderful. So I, I love having a new board chairperson and my new board chairperson, uh, as of recently, is amazing. And his experience and background, his pedigree is just second to none. It's uh, he's very, very revered. Yes. But also, you know, very he's very casual. He's very easily uh, he's very approachable. Easy to approach, yes. Very kind. Um, but the thing is, is you have to really pay attention when somebody's saying something to you, even if it's said in a very kind way or in a casual way or in a way of jest. They're still taking time to say it. Yes. The and words are coming mean, out of it, their th- mouth. That means something. Mm-hmm. So example, we have work from home Fridays. Right. Now you come in oftentimes and, and I'll come in every now and then too, just to get some something done. So we had a work from home Friday and uh, I knew, I knew that he was coming in to discuss something with me. And, um, but it was a work from home Friday mm-hmm. and I had gone to the gym that morning. So I came in to the office with no other employees, pretty much in my gym clothes. Right. Um, Which I thought was fine. (laughs) And uh, I made an excuse about it when he came. And I knew I was meeting with him. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, it's fine. You know, whatever. No one cares. And I said, oh, I'm, you know, it's work from home Friday, so I'm casual. And he was like, oh, okay. Didn't say a word about it. Great. Uh, Then uh, I'd been traveling for two weeks most recently. And I was, um, had worked on the weekend as well. And it had been a crazy time. And... Uh, We're coming in on Monday Mm -hmm. and it was budget day. So it was basically crunching numbers all day. But I did have a meeting with a couple of people and he was part of the meeting in the afternoon. So I was wearing jeans and boots and like a a long sleeve Mm T-shirt. And they came in and I said, oh, you know, I didn't even realize I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm like casual. We worked all weekend and it's budget day. And he goes, yeah, you were casual the last time I saw you, too. And I was like. Mm, mhm mhm heard you. <laughs> yes, the fact mm-hmm. that he remembered mm-hmm. and noticed and it immediately triggered something mm-hmm. in my brain from that situational awareness, right? I was like, okay, get it together. Obviously that he's this is something he cares about. Yeah.
1: And it's funny because this this has happened to us internally too where, you know, if we know people aren't coming in, we're kind of laxed on our dress mm-hmm. code. You know, we, we're really not, you know, regiment about wearing mm-hmm. suits every day mm-hmm. or whatever. We're a small team. We, you know, whatever. And um, a few staff members will wear jeans on a Wednesday or, you know, mm-hmm. and that's normally okay. And you had made a comment last you know, month or something. It was like, what, what it is? What happened? Does it turn into casual Friday every day? <laughs> and so I started... I heard you. Mm-hmm. And so I started wearing heels more often or, oh you know, whatever gosh. Shannon said something to me. She's like, why are you always wearing heels now? And I'm like, well, Kristen thought it was, you know, <laughs> casual,
0: casual I didn't, I off don't work. Remember, attire. I don't remember saying that, but that's interesting because he, things start to, you start to slide and it slides too far. Exactly. One direction, exactly. You know? But you know, it's just a really interesting immediately. I thought, okay, so this is his, he, this is his leadership. Mm hmm. And you know what? And he's right. Yeah. By the way, he's right. When I know I'm having a meeting, he is my boss. Right. Right. And sometimes you forget because you've known people for so many years, and you see them in a different role. And when your boss is is coming into your office to schedule a meeting with you, I should absolutely have been dressed professionally, regardless of the circumstance. Right. And it won't happen again. Right. <laughs> you know. See. But that's I thought the you know impact. that's. But that is a thing that a lot of people and I, Sharon, you're so right. I've had bosses in the past that that say things in passing or mm-hmm. in jest. Another great example was and I worked at this resort and my general manager was really professional to a T and he had this British accent. So that made him seem even more, you know, more upper echelon. And he would say little things that people didn't realize were serious, but mm-hmm. I definitely would
1: You picked up on if, it.
0: If, mm-hmm. you know, he because he would walk by the offices and see who's here and he's not and uh, one day he walked by and he's like, what's going on with you lately? Uh, are we, is it banking hours now? Or mm-hmm. And I'm, I was like, oh, okay. He's noticing when I'm coming in or out. right? And we made it, it was a joke. It mm-hmm. wasn't a big deal. And I said, oh, gosh, I know, you know, no, of course not. It was just right. been a crazy week or something. Or maybe I told him, oh, you didn't realize... I had a media dinner. I had to go meet some people and I was late because I was doing this and maybe he didn't know right. my schedule. And so it gave me the opportunity to, to, to speak on it, to maybe, mm-hmm. you know, squash some misperceptions that yes. he had. Yes. Um, but at the, at the same time, noticing that he's noticing. Right. And even though he said it in a very fun, fun kind of casual way, I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll make a comment and people think I'm saying it in passing right. or in jest. Right. And I'm like, No, you you know better. I know better. Yes, Um, but I that's an that's a very common way for people to share something with you without being confrontational. Yes, exactly. To say the words Mm -hmm. in a way that's you know kind of funny or casual, but you should always take notice of the words people are saying. Absolutely,
1: it's the situational awareness, right? You know, I think I think that also. uh, It comes a time where people don't realize the C-suite is, you know, not, they think they're not paying attention or they Mm. think, you know, they, they won't know. We're always paying attention. And Mm -hmm. I think that's very important for everyone to know that even though I'm not saying something or I'm not, you know, calling you out on something, I recognize it. I see it.
0: I think you're you you hit it on the head, and and this isn't this. Situational awareness affects everybody. It it affects you with your peers. It affects you with your family. Yes. Um, So you know this is not just a C suite issue, but that is totally true. That people oftentimes think that we're missing things, and and because we're not always saying something to you, but you pick up on the cues and the nonverbal cues. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're talking about things people say, but some of the ways that you know are nonverbal. So I've been, uh, we were just talking about this recently. I was at a conference one time and there was a panel Mm -hmm. of people, of amazing people. And let's say the session was 45 minutes, right? And so we were looking forward to hearing from each panelist. The first panelist gets up and starts speaking. And it was really interesting for about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to 20 minutes and it's a 45 minute session. And there are two other people waiting Mm. and the room you can feel the the level of uncomfortable just rising mm-hmm. everyone's like starting to fidget in their seat and look at their watches mm. and look at their program you know right like am i and the guy's just oblivious up there sharing his slides then it's 30 minutes and now people are looking around like is anybody gonna do anything about it? Right. no one has clue what this guy's saying at this point what he could be saying anything and everybody is freaking the other panelists are definitely shifting in their seat Mm -hmm. like what is going on here he's just trucking he is just trucking with his speech for now he's gone over the time of the entire session nobody else has spoken so people just start to get up and leave the room right And I got out there and I I remember seeing some uh, colleague that was already out there before me. And I said, have you seen what's going on in there? And he's like, total dumpster fire. (laughs) Like no one knows what's (laughs) happening in there. And yet the, 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 not only the body language, but the tension in the room. And, and that's what I took away is how can you be so oblivious when you're up there giving a speech that you are not looking, observing, taking action, (laughs) you know, how do you miss it? Yeah. But people do. They do. And this is a professional person that mm-hmm. came in a very, and, and, and being respectful of the other people in the room, your other panelists.
1: Right. Exactly. I was just going to say your other panelists, not let alone the audience. You and know? I'm sure
0: he didn't mean any offense, but like, how do you see so many people squirming and then finally getting up and leaving the room? Mm-hmm. And he was still still talking. It was, it was, we were just reminiscing about this the other day. It goes down in the history books. Like how can someone be so oblivious? It's crazy. And yet people are, they are. And so it, 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 but it could go, you know, in a staff meeting even, or even, you know, at the dinner table, Mm -hmm. you're talking to your kids and you're talking about something your day yes, or an important topic. And you can see everybody start to zone out. Yep. You know, you can see people start their eye. they lose eye contact. They start staring at their plate. They look at their phones. You need to understand that you need to then observe. And what, what are the other uh, you observe? And then you, you know, you make a orientation, decision, yeah. orientation, decision and action. Um, and it happens in everyday life.
1: It does. And it and you just said it, you know, at the dinner table or even out at a restaurant, uh, you know, making sure that you're not I think personal space is a a thing too you know it it has situational awareness like we we were talking with somebody the other day and she works in a grocery store and she's like it's just so true that people are not aware walking around and if you're in the way they'll just bump into you and they don't you know and that's when it was like wow you're right like there's a person standing there yeah
0: to the side, you know like right. say
1: excuse me or right. you know whatever right you're it's at a, just... you're
0: at a restaurant and you can tell that the restaurant is slammed mm-hmm. you can see it mm-hmm. and so you should immediately observe and orient orientate yourself that yeah. uh my it's
1: going to be a while
0: <laughs> it's, it's going to take longer yes but then to somehow expect or think that that your food's going to come out before somebody else or right. that you're going to get the same level of service but you know Th- that is that is the lack of situational awareness when right. you can't look around and say, okay, this is the situation. Yeah. Obviously, this is not a normal night. I'm here, you know, on uh, on the, the, a Jets game day, right. or you right. know, something important is happening, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be longer than usual. Yeah, but the people that don't understand that and then complain, <laughs> it's like, what They're do you oblivious. think is going to happen? Right? How do you think this works? Right? I, I What is the solution? So. um Anyway, I just think looking at body language, too, Mm -hmm. and so many times when you've said something that you may not understand is offensive or, you know, we we had uh, somebody one time in our organization that that was really never understood how they came across. And it was very much, you know, my job is more important than yours. Mm -hmm. Um, My role is more important than yours. And, you know, totally unintentional, Mm -hmm. totally not. You know, just trying to say, I've got this workload, I've got this burden on me right. and, and and trying to get their peers to understand the workload that they have. Right. Um, but how it came across was my job is more important to you. Mm-hmm. I'm more important than you. And immediately you and I could sense people just like the shoulders go up, the bristle. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, that everyone just gets tense mm-hmm. um, or like you said, looks away and to not recognize that and then make a correction. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh. I was at a conference, my last conference I just went to, um, this is kind of a funny one. This guy overcorrected the situational awareness. Um, we were, we were talking about, uh, you know, something about content and he said, I don't know what example he was giving and neither does anybody else. Cause right. he went completely off a cliff. This guy was so nice, but he goes, you know, it's like if you're hunting, you know, let's say, he, let's say you're hunting cats. Um, and then he goes, I, Oh, I don't, I don't know why I said hunting cats. You you should not hunt cats. No one like deer. Deer is a better example of something you would be hunting and everybody kind of chuckled. You know, okay. And then he's like, again, I mean, I would never hunt a cat, in case you were wondering. Oh my like, I would never hunt <laughs> a cat. That's like, so funny. I don't hunt at all. I don't even hunt. That's he, so I funny. Mean, it now was he's like, going down he this was gonna, like, He was completely crazy. Yeah. So finally, somebody was like, it's okay, dude, just keep going. <laughs> I mean, there was a chuckle in the room where people understood that was a funny thing. Right. But then he just went completely like, <laughs> couldn't correct it, you know, and uh, everybody was like, just just, just move on. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Just keep oh, knowing.
1: my gosh. that's and, funny. Uh,
0: and then it was great. And then I talked to him later on. He was like, thanks for partnering with me on that panel. That was great. I'm so sorry that I don't know why I said hunting cats. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and I told him, like, I'm laughing just at this text. I'm cracking up. So, you know, there is often there's also the way of overcorrecting yes. like and, and, and dwelling on something when you mess up. I mean, it's good to recognize it. Try and say something, and then move past it Absolutely. if you can. Absolutely, um, but it's hard. And, and so, uh, do you have any other examples? Or I was going to give some, some other, just a closing, a closing thought. No, go ahead. Okay, so you know some of the factors that can adversely affect situational awareness. Some mm-hmm. of the things that might make you less situationally aware that you can actually work on, um, so that you you're not in this circumstance. Um, I would say preparation and that person's standpoint, Mm -hmm. you know, preparation and practice, but you know, stress is one of the things that plays Mm -hmm. into it. If you're stressed situation, sometimes you babble or you say something silly, um, fatigue, Mm -hmm. which I think I was experiencing when I wasn't dressed appropriately, you know, you're not necessarily making the best decisions when you have fatigue. And so making sure that you do that self care that we always talk about, Mm -hmm. spend time for yourself, get enough sleep, you know, these yes, are the things that important. your, your personal life can help balance your professional life. Um, you know, biases that affect decision-making memory recall with interactions and others. So if you're going into a situation where you already have a bias or you already have a perception, mm-hmm. you know, that can, that can adverse Trigger. Them, cause you're maybe not picking up on cues right. as well. Um, poor communication, Uh, for example, unstructured briefs or debriefs. And again, that's, you know, poor communication, not understanding how to articulate yourself in a professional way. Right. Or, and again, not preparing your communication. Right. Kind of winging it. Yes. Sometimes leaves you open to those situations. Um, Excessive spans of control, Mm. which goes to that speaker. Mm -hmm. He got the control of the microphone and just bulldozed it. Yes. (laughs) You know, so that, you know, not having people that, that can tell you mm-hmm. when you're having this, you know, when, when you need to maybe correct yourself, right? If you have a bunch of yes, people around you and no one's going to tell you as the CEO, sometimes you can have lack of situational awareness. Right. Um, and then lastly, distractions during critical tasks, which we were talking about on our last episode of multitasking. Right. If you're distracted, sometimes you can slip up and, and not notice cues or not understand how people are reacting to what you're saying. Cause you're trying to do too many things. Right. So, you know, I just, I thought this was a really fun topic. I thought so too. Uh, Be aware, be kind, Mm -hmm. be respectful, um, try to look around. And sometimes, you know, we were saying after the pandemic, when people were on Zoom, a lot of people lost this soft skill about situational awareness. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that started their careers that are younger coming out during that time, they haven't had this opportunity, right. To to hone those skills. Yes. So that's what we're here for Sharon. Yeah. We're here for you. Um, and we hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you took something from it to observe and orient and then make a decision and take action.
1: I love it. (laughs) Okay,
0: (laughs) Good. Well, if you have an idea you want us to talk about on C sweet tea, make sure you go to our Instagram C sweet tea and DM us Leave us a review, five-star review, and um, we look forward to seeing you next time. See you next time.